Hey, hey, welcome to the shelf. Today it's just myself and Patsy, but also we're joined by a special guest, someone whose day job it is to cater for their clients every need on a day-to-day basis, 24-7, 365 days a year, managing every aspect of their client from the contract negotiation to commercial opportunities. The aim is to provide a holistic approach for every aspect of their clients' lives by bringing professional services of wealth management. So Patsy, handing over the baton of curiosity to you, my dear. Thank you very much, Lyd, and thank you, um, listeners. So yes, welcome and glad you're joining us again. So before I tell you about the guest who is owning their space on the shelf with us today, I just want to remind our listeners of all the exciting stuff that we've got coming. But oh yeah, I can't share everything if you haven't yet subscribed because those of you who have will have received a newsletter and you'll know all about the bonus content that we've got coming. You can see where I'm going with this, can't you? You need to head over to Zippy Stream. I know you're curious. There's a link in our bio on our Insta page, on our Facebook page and also our website. You'll also find a link in the write-up for this campfire. So, Lid's already given you a teaser to who we've got joining us today. Uh, we're talking sports. Um, and you'll know that this is a favourite pastime in Lydia's household. You'll have seen the connection in our logo. So today we are joined by John Solzana. Uh, I was reading John's um, LinkedIn profile today just to try and get a bit of a snippet and an, an insight into, um, into John. And he says he's met and dined with actors, singers, sportsmen and women, politicians and lobbyists. Well, I'd like to see an update of that section actually to say that he has also owned his space on the shelf with two amazing middle young women after this recording. <laughs> you know, so, he's, he's laughing people. He's laughing. He's laughing listeners. So <laughs> I also love how he shouts out his Tanzanian Jamaican princess. I absolutely love that. He's also a dad and one who deserves a pat on the back. Just before we, we started recording, he's telling us that he was at the soft play area. So I'll let John talk about that. So without further ado, I'll let John tell our listeners about his work as a player agent. So John, John, before you do that, us welcome you properly. Now time for you to own your space on the shelf, my dear. All right, all right, all right. Got it. I got it. I just I, I just purchased it. I got the receipt. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm owning it now. So let me... <laughs> Let me, let me own let me own it now let me let me let me make it let me make it mine um thank you very much for for for, for the warm welcome and 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 um and uh for bearing with my with the technical to, and, and scheduling difficulties and all of that stuff so really really appreciate it um as you mentioned yeah i was just uh i was just with my son my my three-year-old we had a birthday party to go to and anyone who has young kids um, you know, toddlers and, 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 and then these birthday parties come about now, you know what time it is. You sit there and you're trying to make the conversation with the parents, but you're not really into it. And, but you're keeping an eye on the kid to make sure no one boxes your kid up. Cause then you got to get up and stare at the kid, stare the other kid down and let them know, <laughs> boy, if your parent weren't, weren't around, I'll put my hands on you. You know, you know, all that. <laughs> Hey, listen. We, so. We've been there, John. <laughs> John, so. you had me at soft play and kids. This is it. This is it. Honestly, like I, I, I had to stare at one kid today. He was holding my son really tight and didn't want to let him go. And then when he, then my son kind of pushed away and said, no, I don't want to play with you. He raised his hand, hit him. And I stared at him and I pointed at him like, 
I please, yeah, I want yeah. you to hit him. Please, I bet you, I dare I, you. Yeah, I want you to hit. And he obviously he looked at me and he realized, scary black man. All right, cool. <laughs> and he, and he, he, let, he, let, he let my son's name is Santiago, so he let Santiago go, and um, and that was the end of that. But then he went on to bully some other kid and beat him up, and not beat him up, but you know, do the same thing. And um, and then the parents had to get involved. But you know, obviously the parent was 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 vigilant. He wouldn't have had that problem to begin with, but anyway. <laughs> that's a whole nother campfire that's, a, that's another one but anyway coming back so um so yeah so th- again thank you very much for, for for the awesome intro and 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 yeah i'm 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 a player agent um i uh i i think i'll, I'll, I'll give you the genesis of it all when when i saw jerry Maguire back in the day i i, I was i was inspired by it i, I was thought that that is great um, and um, I was raised in, in, in North America. Uh, I say North America because not just the U.S., but you know, I go home to Canada, right? So you know, I celebrate Canadian, you know, Canadian holidays. All my family are in, are, are in Canada, in Toronto, um, and I represent Toronto really hard. But well, my big formative up Toronto, years, big up Toronto, big yeah. up Toronto, big up the six, um, <laughs> and uh, and yeah. But then my formative years, or where I really learned English, because it's not my first language, um, was in New York. So in, in Brooklyn. So you know, I represent Brooklyn pretty hard, but I go home. I call Toronto home. But again, all all of that just kind of paint a picture for you, right? So as you probably already know, in travels and in meeting North Americans or Americans, customer service for us is is really important, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really, really important. You know, they live off of tips and, and customer service is massive. And that extends into sports and representation. So what you saw in Jerry Maguire, for those of you who, are, who you know, who are old enough to, to, to remember the film um, or for those, you know, who, who, who stumbled across it, um, one of Tom Cruise's best films, you know, that how he gave himself to the client. Mm. That's actually real. That's actually what I experienced when I then had an agent, right? Um, and I want, and I wanted to reciprocate that. I wanted to, to 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 be that. I wanted to be that guy who they could count on and depend on when they needed, you know, when they were down and out, when they needed a contract negotiation, when they needed someone to care to care and believe in them in order to make it to the next level, right? So I really, really believe that. So um, I, I played played baseball. I played American football. Um, I was pretty decent at it at what both sports um i had a chance to go pro in baseball but um in fact i got drafted out of high school because most players if you're good enough you get drafted out of high school you don't have to go um so i got drafted by by the kansas city royals um and i decided to go to university instead and try to walk on to a, a a football team which is meaning basically i didn't get a scholarship for american football but i was gonna try to earn that scholarship anyway my father to this day lets me know that's one of the dumbest decisions I've ever made in my life because I could be playing baseball until I'm pretty much 50. I wouldn't have had broken bones, but whatever. I chose American football and I'm not going to even hold back. I chose American football because that's where the, the, all the girls were fans of the football players. That's where I was at. <laughs> it wasn't an economical decision. It wasn't I love the sport more. No, it was purely, I want to go play the sport that all the girls are looking at. So there you go. Um, I, I've obviously matured since then. I'm glad <laughs> to hear that. Thanks for me. Otherwise you wouldn't have been on the show. No. Just a little, just a little. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, so 
uh, played American. So played American football. Um, I was I was fortunate enough to after after school um, to be picked up, not drafted, but be picked up and allocated um, as a free agent uh, by the New York Giants. And they allocated me to the Barcelona uh, Barcelona Dragons. Uh, this was FC Barcelona. So the, the, the actual football club, they actually have basketball teams, volleyball teams, baseball teams, swimming teams indoor soccer teams and they had an american football team in conjunction with nfl europe so mm. you guys had the london monarchs back in the day yeah. um you would have had the scottish claymores the dusseldorf the rhine fire frankfurt galaxy so we played in that league that european league right um so i played in barcelona um i was there for two seasons broke my leg in the second um in two places so that was the end of that um, which is which is cool. That's all right. It it, it was what it was. Uh, you know, I, I rode that train long enough, and um, and then I, I decided to come here and 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 refocus and finish my master's in business. And then obviously had my law degree bubbling bubbling along the background. I wanted to do that. Uh, we'll finish that up. And um, and because in the U.S. and Canada, you can't really be an agent unless you've got a legal background. You know, at, at all over here, it's completely different. Plumber one day, agent tomorrow. No disrespect, plumbers. <laughs> But no disrespect at all. My brother's a plumber and I love him and he's successful with it, which is great. But, you know, you, you, you need you need a bit of a legal head on there. And, and, and guys who don't come from a legal background still rely on a lawyer to, to, to check the paperwork anyway. So why have to pay someone else to do that? Right. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, so that's what so that's where that's where it was. I started working first when I was here in um, I'm giving you the whole genesis. So that way we're all covered. Um, I started working uh, at a health club just until I can build myself and, you know, and build up the contacts to get into football. Cause you can't just jump into football management and one day to the next and, and, and think, you know, think you'll be successful. It won't, it doesn't work that way. So I needed to save a lot of cash to do it. So I had my insurance money from football, but still needed a lot more. So I worked at health clubs while I was working on masters um, that gave me some invaluable people, you know, ma people management experience and, and business management experience. Um, afterwards, I worked in, in medical device sales, so that was that was awesome. I was in theater, um, you know, advising consultants on how to use the devices I, I had sold them or they bought from my company in live in live surgery, which is awesome. Completely, my wife didn't believe that I did that actually when we were dating, so I I, I could say it now. I snuck her in, I dressed her up. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. People hold on, people. So you know why John's like, yeah. My eyes have wide. Hey, she gave me this look. The look I just got was what? So I could have been in surgery and some guy, some random guy comes in there with his girlfriend. Yes. That yes, 100 percent So that was it. So I mean, obviously I had a start, you know, she was all sterile. She was sitting there in her blues, mask on, everything. And I lied and said she was a colleague. She nodded, so she wouldn't lie. She's a good girl. And um, and uh, and yes, yeah, so she observed and she saw that I was advised telling the surgeon how to do the surgery. It was a back surgery. So it was a spinal fusion. Um, it was phenomenal. Anyway, so I did that. Save what a cash. date night, Joe. What a date night. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was fantastic. That was like <laughs> being a surgeon by proxy. Hey, I'm good. So uh, let me just go back to your reference there to Joe McGuire being your all-time favorite. Mm. Uh, you had me at date night that, that... in the operation. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. So, so did that, did that. And then I, and that's when I was, and I was ready. I, I, I had, I put enough away and I was ready for, for that, to make that transition. Um, and I started, and I had contacts from, from my time at Barcelona um, with the Barcelona group. So I made one or two contacts, but then um, I started off working with one or two young players, advising them, helping them out. 
Um, and then um, I, I, I got I got to, I got introduced to a player called Yannick Balassi, um, who, who at the time was going through absolute hell. Um, he was playing in Malta for hamburgers and accommodation. Um, no one would give him the time of day. So kept in touch, kept in touch. He finally finally got a breakthrough um, and, um, you know, with, with the likes of Plymouth and Barnet and stuff like that. And then Bristol City. Um, and then we really started cranking, you know, I guess, developing our relationship. And um, and I began managing him when he was at, when he was at Crystal Palace. Um, that was my first, you know, uh, independent, um, uh, I guess, management gig with him and renegotiated his contract at Palace. That went, that went really well for him. I was really, really happy for him. Um, then still am very happy for him and, and what he's achieved in his career. Um, and um, and that, that was my springboard. That set me off after that. Yes, yeah, so just jumping in there. Let me just jump in there. Sure. So- is he is he your most accomplished client and what str- other strategies have you had to adopt most most accomplished well i guess if it's my own my own client most accomplished no not necessarily no no the, the, there's another one uh, i i'd had another one that, that that was more more accomplished but yannick um that my experience with yannick taught me a lot about about the game so i ref- i read a lot of what i do now i've learned when when I was you know I guess working with him or we were working together right so yeah. a lot of what I yeah I've refined it I was going to say so, so as he was your first <clears throat> client your springboard mm. as you called it I'm sure you've learned a lot since oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. Tr- a tremendous amount him tremendous as, as your client yeah and, and moving yeah. on yeah yeah a tremendous amount so I, I, after that um you know it, it, it kind of it, it, it picked up it went it went pretty quick but it you know I think at the start it was a good three, four years before, before I was even, before I was profitable. Right. So there's people think there's a popular misconception is, Oh, he's an agent. He's just signed Ronaldo. Oh, he's rolling in it. He's got money. No, it's not the case. So you can sign five players today. I can sign five players at Arsenal tomorrow and I won't earn a cent for the next 18, 24, 36 months. Because, you know, if they don't have a contract up or there's nothing to negotiate, there's nothing for you to earn. So, mm-hmm. you know, you earn when you negotiate and add value to their contract. If you don't add, add, add any value, you just got a, a player on your books. That's it. Yeah, exactly. So let me ask you about these new governance rules with regards to agents. Mm. Yeah. Patsy, you've got some details so, on there. So what's your thoughts really on the wider governance of agents and the transfer deals in football? Hmm. So controversial one. Um, I think I, I'm, I'm a firm. Uh, I've always been a believer in, in, in that agent should, should have been control. If agent should have been, I guess, centrally controlled or centrally, centrally mandated by, by FIFA to begin with. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, each federation, I guess, because of the, the because of the, because of the, I guess they're, they're composed and, and how they're broken down within FIFA, I guess weren't weren't happy with that, so they decided to take their own control of it. But then they've made a mess of it because they they constantly change the you know, a change or adjust the, the the regulations. Um, when I first started in the game, I think the regulations were 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 pretty were spot on. Really, um, at that time you had to take an exam, you had to sit an exam um, to 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 become an agent. I can remember going in um, and and being a being a, being a lawyer be, being a, having a lawyer a, a, a legal qualification um, you could um, you, you get you get a bit of an exemption right but yeah 
but you still have to sit, you still have to sit, you can still sit the exam and, um, and, you know, and, and see where you're at with it. But the exam required a lot, a lot, a lot of thought, a lot of preparation, practically almost, almost a year of preparation. And it costs quite a bit. I think it's near, nearly a thousand pounds to, 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 to take, to, to apply, to take the exam. You'd have 300 people on a day go in to take the exam out of 300 people. You'd say about mm, 20 or so, yeah, under 30, 20 or so, under 10% would actually pass that exam. That's a, f- so for first off, the FA, great racket. Fantastic. You were making a ton of money with that. Mm, you scrapped it, you know, because I guess governing or managing, managing the agent became a bit of a pain in the butt. So they decided to, you know, to cut that out, scrap that and turn it into some sort of a self-governance, a little light self-governance with a little bit of oversight over the top which I don't think really, really has worked. Um, so they scrapped the exam. Now you could just pay 500 pounds. Anyone can become an agent, no exam, no experience, no knowledge. You just, I'm an agent tomorrow. Um, and, um, and then you got some light, some light governance. So now they're trying to re- overhaul it again. Um, you're not gonna get any resistance from me because I'm, I've, been doing, I've been doing, I guess, doing my job correctly from the beginning anyway. So if you're going to adjust things or tighten things up, it's not really tightening things up. It's going back to what it was before. I'm okay with that. They're trying to, I think, I think one of the thing, recommendations has also been a, a, a decrease in the, in the commissionable and the commission that you can, that you can take. So I was just going to ask about that. So is there right. any regulation around how much you can charge? Yeah. So, so at the moment um, as an agent, you can charge, so you, you charge, you have two, two different, two different, um, commissions, right? So you have your commission based on the salary that you negotiate, the gross, the gross annual, you know, the gross annual salary over over the, the term of the contract that you've negotiated. You get a percentage of, of that commission uh, as commission. Um, you know, it's five percent as it stands. They're trying to uh, regulate it so that it can uh, or mandate that it that it be dropped to three percent. I don't feel that um, that is something that, that, that they should be involved in, really. Um, dropping it to, to, to 5%, who does, who does that benefit? How does that, how does that help anyone? If, you know, if anything, it, it possibly it helps, it slightly helps out the clubs, but realistically, if the clubs wanted to, want, needed some, some help you know, to regulate their finances, they'd, go, you know, they'd, have, a, they'd have a salary cap. They'd, you know, they'd be a little bit more responsible um, with their other spend rather than their player acquisition. So I, I, you know, to be quite honest, when it comes to that, I'm, I'm not really, a, I'm not a fan of it. But if it comes in and that's what I've got to do, that's what I've got to do. Now, obviously, trade secret. Um, clubs pay beyond the five percent mark. So even if you drop it down to three, I'd still get my five. I'd get seven. I'd get eight, depending on the level of client, the level of talent, and the club that you're dealing with. Anyway, um, so you know, I, I I think it's an exercise to really show face and 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 to, to show that oh look, we're trying to do we're trying to do things, but really you should be focusing on on other things. Agents aren't the problem, really. Well, yeah, Before yeah, agents, yeah. players were being exploited. Let me not even be, we're not even gotten onto women just yet. Onto the women's oh, game. Well, we're just about to ask you. Yeah, I tell yeah. you what, great minds, great minds, John. Yeah. Mm. So what we we've got a, a twofold question here. Sure. What's the gender split of agents currently, and what's being done to promote advanced women and talent coming through? Are there any programs? Okay, so I think gender split. From what, without looking at the the agents, the registered agents list, um, it's overwhelmingly male, right? Uh, I, I, without looking at it, it still is overwhelmingly male. There, I've only met. In my time, I know Carlota, I know Shaheen, 
I've, I know three female agents. Big hail out to you girls. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, oh, tell a lie. Tell a lie. Four. Four. I had a protege. Um, she, 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 uh, yeah, I had a protege. She ended up being like my little Darth Vader, but, um, you know, Darth Vader gets killed in the end. So, but, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I'll go into that. I'll go into that later. <laughs> I think he um, might need to do a bit of an I'm, explanation I'm, of that I mean, one. I got a lot of tea. I'm, some of it might spill, so it's all good. You know? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, so I, I, there are not that many, I think in, in the grand scheme of things, the, the percentage is, is the, the smaller than seven, seven, five, five, seven percent really. It's mostly male dominated. Now that doesn't, it's not that, you know, that, that the agency, the, the, the agency work precludes women or it's, it's not, you know, inclusive of women. They're not welcome. It's not that they're not welcome. Not at all. It's got female execs. Um, the woman, that manages all of all contracts. If you need, need to negotiate any term or contract with any player at Chelsea Football Club, you know you're dealing with Marina. You're dealing with a woman, right? Um, and this is you know, and this isn't an isolated, an isolated you know situation, and and it's pretty good. So um, you know, I think in terms of encouraging more to be involved, um, I think the growth of the women's game has encouraged that, right? Um, has, has, has definitely encouraged it, um, you know, but like many, like many, like many professions. And again, uh, I, I throw this out there before I say this, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I am, oh, am I a feminist? Yeah, I guess I am a feminist. I could, I'm trying to think of the actual definition of the word feminist, right? Without trying to sound woke and saying, yeah, I'm up for feminism, whatever. I support women. I, I, I want women to be empowered. My wife is, um, she works in the television industry and she's, she's, you know, she's climbed, climbed up without really need, wanting to, like she just was there and, and does her job really well. And I'm always been rooting for her. Like, Hey, go for that job. You, you kick ass. Like you're really good. Go for it. Excuse my language. I don't know if it's no, a that's fine, that's fine. Good? you know, so I'm really, really encouraging a, 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 like that. So I don't want you to, I don't want anyone to think like, Oh, this guy's kind of weird, but you know, the, the, the job demands a ridiculous amount of um, investment, to, you know, I guess, personal time, investment from your time, right? And it, it takes away from your family. I mean, I've got situations where end of the, end of the window, um, I had to, you know, we had a transfer, a, a deadline day transfer from a, for a client from Arsenal to, 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 to Scotland, to Dundee. We were in Huddersfield for a funeral got the call the following day I had to drive six hours to Dundee to meet the player who was flying from London stay in Dundee for three days for three days I miss my son terribly miss my family but obviously my, and my wife obviously and then drive down 12 hours just you know just just to get home when I was done you know not every woman with a child is trying to do that mm. but but there yeah. are I would say there are some though aren't there? yeah yeah they, they, there are, are. they are no they are there are and actually and, those those that um there's going to be some who have um supporters you know they and, and if they have that more power to them but 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 the reality of the case the reality is that's you know that's not something that every woman every man really wants to do but every woman you want you need to be three four days not you know outside of your home and then drive another 12 hours you know, all the way back home that's not i'm not really trying to do that but the guys who've risen to the top of the guys who, who have who, who can afford to do that you know, because they can, they can, they can have, they do have a wife at home who can look after their kids and, and, and so forth. So they can go out and do that. So again, you know, I, I'd love for it to, you know, for, for, for more women to be in the game, but I think, you know, the realities of life, uh, you know, for, for us, you know, in, in our roles at home and everything else are, are, are complicate those matters, but there's nothing holding them back, nothing holding women back. 
I, I'm just that. thinking though that the um, you know, turning this around a bit, the, the industry has to change and the role has to change. It, it's male dominated. Males been males have been at the top of this um, area for for years. Um, but if the industry changed and, and the roles changed slightly, we'll make it a bit more easier for women who do have those responsibilities. Ah, so, controversial. Yeah, so <laughs> you're saying, so you're saying that football should change to accommodate for women to get involved in it. Is that what you're saying? That's not or what, I'm, what saying. You... I'm saying. The role of the agent. Right. Okay. Should. Uh, should change like everything Ooh. else is changing I think you know, that'd, be, that'd be nice these areas that are solely male, male dominated because what we we us women are supposed to be sitting at home looking after the kids it ain't like that anymore mm, so mm. I'm well, not really a sports person you know but okay but <laughs> also, no, so let me so let me let me throw so uh, let me give you an example here we're getting controversial so let me actually throw some more heat to the fire yeah. yes I love it yes <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is uh well with the rise of women's football, mm. one of my questions was going to be what if any are the differences and challenges? And actually, for me, with two daughters that play football, when I look at it, if and if they ever have the opportunity to actually need an agent, I'd be looking mm. who is going to most identify with them. them. Yep, yep, yep. You see what I mean? So there has to if you've got a rise of uh, a gender-driven industry now, yeah, why is there no rise in the the the, the genders actually leading that, um, you know, spearheading it yeah. off in every kind of aspect of those? I, I, I think so. So a couple of things. The industry is open, open to and and accepting of women in the industry. Agents, executives, open to it. There are no blockers there. The only blockers there are the work that needs to be put that needs to be put in. And now the work that needs to be put in isn't mandated by any agency. So I'm not mandating to any of my junior agents. I need you to be in Dundee four days on deadline day. Forget your family. I need you to be there or else. No, that's on you. Now, if you can't deliver, obviously, you know, in, in, in what your client needs in terms of that support, my client, I got a client out in Spain, needs me out in Spain. I've got to, you know, if I can't do that, She'll find someone else who will. Mm. So that's where the, that that's where that's at. So asking or, or or thinking, oh, that needs to change. Mm. If I'm a professional athlete and I've got my needs, I'm not gonna tailor my needs because you can't. No, I'm. There's someone else who will who will who, who's gonna be my Jerry Maguire and will be there for me. So mm. that's that's the that's that's how our industry is quite differs now in, in terms of your question about you know or, or what you just just addressed in terms of rise of rise of the women's game and 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 you know can can you know why hasn't that i guess uh, you know i guess influenced um in in, in another in, in other words you know the influx of more female agents it's they're just not interested in it just yet but if they are if they do become interested in it the pathway is there for them it's really really simple really yeah. simple it's right there for them but again one of the things that really stresses not stresses me out i get annoyed about i i have you guys are you guys fan of fan of fans of, fans of marvel tv and, and the cinematic universe yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay so there was a scene in the avengers when, when the first avengers when bruce banner shows up on his bike and they're like hey you need to turn into the hulk you get angry time for you to get angry and he turns around that's my tree goes that's my that's my thing I, i'm always angry and he turns around and immediately turns into the hulk i stay angry i st- <laughs> i i, I 
I yeah, I I'm ready to go every day, every hour, every minute of every day. I'm ready. I'm ready to bubble over, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm saying all that because it, 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 the the. the Oh, okay, let me call them. I just, I just, you know, I just, I just channeled. I just channeled. Is, is your tea finished? Uh, is, are you run out of tea? I got more. I got more. Don't <laughs> worry. I got, I got some for you. No, you know, I just channeled. I just channeled the past experience, and I just realized. Let me rein it in before I go nuclear. This, it's not the format for this. It's not. Yeah. I, let, me, let me let me let me come back. Sorry. You, you want to throw something else at me? Right. So. What did I have? I got one for you. So so we're talking about, um, you know, um, not necessarily the industry industry changing, but we're talking Mm. about women, you know, becoming agents. So so how how do they go about it? How do how do people go about getting into this industry? They want to be an agent. One of the things. Yeah. One of the. Okay. So. uh, All right. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll answer that without getting angry. So one of the things that that really grinds my gears is um, it, it, it are, are people who get into the industry and feel they can fast track or, or skip skip the monopoly board, right? You know, just you know, just you know, roll a couple of dice, get a card, skip, go to go, collect two hundred pound, and they think they've made it. That's not that's that's not it. You know, I, I'm a firm, I'm a believe I'm a from I'm from the old school, so I believe in working you know working and earning it. You know, the, the new generation, unfortunately, it's all instant gratification. You know, you yeah. they send you a text and in five minutes, you haven't replied to my text. Listen, my guy, I, you know, I've got other things to do. I'm not, you know, I'm not a text guy. You know, I, I'm a telephone guy, you know. Yeah, we we know that because, you know, yes. we to get hold of you. <laughs> carrier pigeons, carrier pigeons, hawks, you know, all them, te- them things work. I love it. <laughs> Just knock on the door. Hey, hi, I'm calling you. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm horrible on t- on telephones. Um, and and what I filter out. Obviously, I filter out. So it's if client I'm dealing with client matters, and I've got a client matter that's been persistent for the last almost month now with one client who's abroad and well, two clients who are abroad, and it's there. Those things are really really take occupying my my, um, my mental bandwidth at the moment. So I, I filter th- other things out, and unfortunately, other things you know things fall fall to the wayside. But um, going back to uh, how how people can get into the industry or how people should get into the industry. Unfortunately, there aren't mentors. There aren't many mentors. Agencies aren't, you know, if you just started out now, you know, you can't just message an agency. Hi, I'm a new agent. Um, I'd like to uh, kind of shadow someone. They don't have the time for it. You know, they could have the time for it, but they don't. And they and they won't make the time for it unless you're bringing something of value. Now, if you say, hi, yeah, look, I'm really good friends with so-and-so player who's at, who's at Man United um, and I want to become an agent. They'll have the time time of day for you then all day. They'll drop everything for you. Well, oh, come yeah, come in. Let me help you out. As soon as they can get that player signed to their books, you're out the picture, mm. right? Um, so it's a really it's it's a it's a shark pit. It's a, it's shark infested waters. Um, my wife hates hated the industry for the you know she recently came around to it because we didn't we I'd come home and she wouldn't ask me about my day and that sort of that really affect that sort of affecting our relationship. I was like. You don't care about you know what's putting food on the table, hey? <laughs> then don't eat the food. But um, you know, but you know, hey. So you know, but but she explained to me because the industry is so nasty. Um, it's so it's so cutthroat. You know, um, it's so aggressive and and dangerous. It can be dangerous at the, you know, in the wrong places. Um, you know, she she hated it because I'm a nice guy. I'm welcoming. I um, 
I gave a couple of people a head start. In fact, I'll give you my Darth Vader story, right? Mm. Um, I'm a Darth Vader, Darth Vader in the end dies. So it's all good. But um, <laughs> um, so I was, I started working in the women's game. Uh, basically it was, it was the first, it was World Cup year, what year was this? Uh, 20, oh, I wanna say 2014, 2016, something like that, 2016. Um, anyway, World Cup year. And I thought to myself, look, the women's game's growing these girls need some representation. These girls, you know, I started to ask questions basically at Chelsea and stuff like that. And they were like, um, I need the staff there. Um, and they explained how it works. And I just thought these girls are completely, you know, they're uncovered, they're, they're naked. And, and these clubs will take advantage of them. If the, if the clubs take advantage, well, if the clubs are the same clubs like the men's clubs, they'll take advantage of these girls unless they have some representation. And there weren't that many, if any agents in the, in the women's game, there were a couple um, from the PFA that would represent, that would help out. So um, I made a contact and I met this really charismatic girl. She had a lot about her. And I thought, I like her. I want to, and I, and I want to empower her even more. I want to show her that she can do a lot more than she's doing now. She was working for a social network at the time. Um, and, um, and, and I, and I took to her, I was like, hi, do you want to do this for the rest of your life? Or do you want, or would you be interested in, in working in football? She was like, oh, I play, I currently play football. I was like, great. Well, have a think about it. Cause I need someone to help me out. I had a um, client at Spurs at the time and they, 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 my workload was quite heavy. So I was like, I'll start you off nice and light. She, and um, she was like, yeah, great. So I had her shadowing me, helping me out, being, essentially be my assistant, you know, and, and learning the ropes. Um, and I, you know, impart, you know, the different challenges of, 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 of player representation. Um, and that's when I, I realized, and then, and then after, after a couple of months, you know, she enjoyed the, the flashy stuff, taking the client's Ferrari to go get serviced, you know, organizing for him to get his dry clean and delivered and this and that, and organizing a dinner for him and this and that and all of that stuff, you know, just the, the little things that, 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 that you might have to do. Right. Um, and that's, that's the role of a service agent. And then we had a situation where I had a young client um, whose, whose family um, were going through some difficulties. Dad was doing some business, successful guy was doing some business abroad. Something got held up and his and money got held up for several months. So there was a situation there where, you know, I, I, the, the, the clients, you know, mom and dad said, look, can we, can you help us out? Right. To the tune of about 10 grand. So I was like, in my mind, I immediately, I immediately go, clients in need 10 grand cool no problem here you go you know it is what it is so then instead of before i gave i gave the cash over um well i couldn't give the cash over anyway but i put it to her i proposed it to her i says what would you do hypothetical question for you well not really hypothetical it's real but let me pose a question for you what happens if you if you've got a client that comes to you and says i'm in financial difficulty i'm gonna lose my home i've got until about the end of the week to pay or then they're gonna come and take my house away right um, and immediately she thought about it. She goes, well, how much is it? I says, oh, okay. So it's the amount, right? So it was 10 grand. She goes, yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. Oh, okay. So what would you do then do with the client? Because the client then gets displaced. He's got to move. He can't continue at his academy. And he's a top player playing in the first, involved in the first team already. So you, you disrupt all of that. His head's gone. He's no longer in that first team, right? So I explained that to her. She goes, yeah, no, that's not my problem. I was like, cold as ice. Cool. That's when I made my decision. I was like, cool, I can't work with you. So I, I, I literally, sh I shut off on her. Right. 
Um, and um, so then she 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 had um she introduced me. Well, I, I told her, look, I want to get involved in the women's game. She had a couple of contacts, so I got more. We got, we understood about we understood a little bit more about the game. Um, she introduced me to Fran Kirby um, at the time because you know she and again she had no clue about management or anything else. So I said, look. Take Frank Kirby. I'll take Frank Kirby on. I'll, I'll, I'll sort out our next move or whatever. Get her, you know, get her going. Um, and then that can obviously be your first client, right? So then that way you can have some legs to go on. And then you know we'll we'll, we'll decide what we do afterwards. Um, so Frank Kirby ended up moving from I moved her from Reading to Chelsea. That's way back when. And she, and then that that same year she went on to to, to play in the World Cup. Um, and um, and she was dubbed like the mini Messi and all that stuff. Um, afterwards. Um, yeah, afterwards, yeah, you know, I, I was going through some personal stuff, but ultimately, um, I couldn't, I couldn't really trust. I didn't really have the trust uh, anymore, the faith in in that in that girl any longer. Um, so I kind of just, I kind of just shut it off on her. Like my filter went off, and I was no longer engaged, basically. Um, and you know, but I taught her enough, and I gave her enough. I, I, I showed her how I did the contract negotiations, how I held the conversations with the clubs, how I presented myself, how, what kind of pressure at what times to apply. I gave her a blueprint for it all and kind of just let her go with it. She then went on to, um, to, to, to tie up more and more clients. Um, and, um, and now she's like the head of women's football for base soccer or something like that. I think it is, which is great. So I'm really, really happy that, she, that she's achieved that. I did that. Um, isn't so, that how it goes, you know, isn't that how we go sometimes though? You know, you can't, no, no, but, I'm, I'm, uh, and I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, I'm really, really okay with that. Really okay with that. Um, not, that's not an issue at all. Um, what I take issue is when, when, when you, when, when you meet other people and you, and you try to go, oh yeah, no, nah, you know, me and John, I don't talk to John, be, you know, because of this, this John, without John, you wouldn't be you. So relax yourself. Cause I can really take that away from you tomorrow. So calm down. But, um, and that's for male or female, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, that, yeah, that situation. I think, um, I think John, actually you know that's a big thing along the lines of appropriation you can take credit for the part that you've done but actually still give credit um to where you came from isn't it who helped you along the way uh yeah 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 of course like you know i've got to give credit to i've got to give credit credit to some some people that aren't that 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 um don't have the greatest names in the games like you know that's you know I, I i big them up whenever i meet anyone else and i let them know yeah we're, i used to work for this guy i used to work for that guy he's on panorama he's in the news but i'm i'm no longer involved but i learned what not to do from them and they gave me and they gave me an opportunity and, and a springboard yeah. so i'm really i am appreciative to them and when i see them i am thankful visually verbally i am thankful because you, you have to give thanks um, where I got to take issue is when you know, is, is the backstabbing the, oh yeah, no, nah, you know, the, the, no acknowledgement when everyone knows it's even in the press, mm. this guy, hold on, that guy gave you that client, mate. Like he gave you a start, calm down, relax, mm. behave yourself, exactly. you know? So, so yeah, so that, that, that's in terms of the opportunity and giving people a start, it's really difficult in our industry to give people starts. Um, oh, to give people opportunities because um, just off the street and stuff like that, because you don't know where people are coming from mentally, what their motivations are really. Um, you have a massive duty of care when you're in this industry at, you know, and you're earning, earning money from it. There are thousands of agents registered in England. I would say uh, under two, just at about 200, if even that 200, 250 uh, are actually earning a living um, and, you know, able to pay bills with it. Of that two to 250, um, let's call it 10 
that really don't even need to work any longer, right? Or, or just, you know, they, they, they are the ones really pulling the strings um, at, the, at the agency level. Everyone else is just, you know, running around and yeah, we're able to pay your bills, but, you know, you're, you're trying to hit a number before, so then you could be one of those 10, right? It'll, it'll be, yeah, that, yeah. be that number 11. So, you know, it's, it's a really, really tough industry to give, give opportunities in. I had another opportunity, another, another situation with a young male um, gave him, gave him a job, gave him an opportunity. And he decided to try to go after one of my clients, like, and the client after being my assistant again. And, um, that's when it read my wife really turned on the, uh, on it all. And my client called me and goes, hey, can you believe this, 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 your assistant just tried to poach me as a client? Really? So we set him up and then we had a meeting and then came into the Hilton and Paddington. And, um, he was there with, with my old boss who my old agency had, who thought that he, he get, he's getting a cool, getting one of my top clients, Mo Barrow at the time playing for, um, from Swansea, he's playing at Reading. Um, and we, so me and the player walked in together and they were both like, Oh, damn, we're caught. That was, uh, that was great. That was great. I lost about 380,000 pounds, but yeah it was it, that was gratifying that was great i was like yeah that, yeah that money was worth it let's go so john um really fascinating stuff i've learned loads listening to you um and i've what i've taken away i think this is all really about relationship building isn't it it's about how you deal with people how you communicate with people and okay some may as you said alluded to earlier some may go into this thinking that they're going to make a quick buck and uh you know uh throw the dice and uh, get the community card. Is that what it's called in Monopoly? And then get to, yep. to go and get your money. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not about that. It's not about that. It's, it's, there's a lot. There's a lot to it. So if, uh, as we wrap up then, so I'm a, I'm a young sports person. I'm, I'm looking for an agent. Mm. What's, what's two things that you, you tell me to do to tell, tell our listeners? Looking for a young person, look for an agent. So you need to firstly, well, figure out, well, understand what situation you're in, right? So if you're already in an academy, you're already in in a professional setting, right? Um, you need to, you know, just just uh, just uh, understand or ask the coaches, ask the staff where you're at, you know, in terms of your development and, and your and, and your trajectory. I, I would say you don't really need an agent at 16. You don't need an agent at 17 unless you're involved in the first team at that point. You, you don't need an agent. Your parents should be engaging with the agent and receiving it, be receiving advice. Um, but the player shouldn't be signed realistically until he's about 18. What we know he, he or she is 18 and are involved in the, in, in their first, in, in the first team, et cetera. Real contracts aren't really you know, fi- good. Financial terms aren't really com- coming to a player. Um, but you know, before that really, unless they're a top, top, you know, talent at man United, man, man City, Liverpool, that kind of thing. Um, so you don't really need an agent um, and um, and it's best to not um, rely or, or, or let leading on to nothing. When you do get an agent, please don't assume that your agent fixes all all things. So if you get upset tomorrow with the coaches and what they've told you tomorrow you know, at, at training, you can't just call your agent and say, oh, move me because I don't like the coaches, what the way they spoke to. No, no, no. Just deal with it deal you know grow deal with it like a man go speak to your coach and, and that's that because that's that's a, a popular misconception a lot of young players have if they have a falling out on the training ground they can come to the agent oh move me i don't want to be here anymore you take they take they immediately mentally take themselves out of that situation and it's and it's and it's it's a recipe for for failure immediately um if you don't if you're not in a professional setting and you're looking for an agent you need to really really have an have an uh, have a look at 
what your level is, get assessed by a professional club if possible, um, because an agent can, an agent doesn't doesn't wave a magic wand and find you a club. He can tell you what opportunities there might be because we know what clubs are looking for, but it's not a magic wand to say, hi, let me make a quick phone call to, you know, to, to plug this player in and get him, get him signed. It doesn't work that way. The player needs to earn that earn that contract, earn that signing. Agents only there to make sure your terms are correct and that you're not getting screwed by the club. That's it. You know, good support, you know, taking it further. Once you're, you know, once you've got your contract, then support, you know, family support, guidance, educational support, you need, you know, future planning, career planning, etc. But, you know, th those are the two camps that, that the young players fall into. Fantastic, fantastic. John, um, it's been amazing. You know, we've waited so long to get you on the show. So we uh, have. Yeah, Is this yeah. it? Is this, this is it? it? This is it for us. Oh isn't it? man! Yeah, yeah. We, we don't we don't do any two hour business shows. No, we're not about that life. <laughs> and actually, you know, I did want to end, uh, you know, the, the session saying uh, we'd love to have you on again. Uh, whenever, whenever you want. Yeah, we'd love to have you on again um, when you can show us the money. Another uh, yeah, another one. So, uh, Quan, the Quan, the Quan, the Quan. So, thank you so much, John, for owning your space on the shelf with us today. Um, we learned a lot, actually, a lot. We have, we have. My pleasure. Well, look, I'm, I'm, I'm here as long as it's on a transfer window. I'm available. So, just give me, give me a shout. All right, the John. We look forward to having you again. Join us on the shelf. You take care. Stay safe. Stay blessed, people. Take care. Bye. 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 Take care. Bye.